Welcome to LoveWise Relationship Radio, bringing you love stories, advice, and open conversations for finding and nurturing true and lasting love. More wisdom at TrishaBennett.com. I'm Trisha Bennett, a couples and family therapist in practice for over 30 years. On behalf of myself, my co-hosts, and all of our guests, welcome and enjoy. We design programs for single women who want to be happily, successfully married, and married women who want to stay that way. Time for news that's hot and time for news that's not. We always love to hear women who are just, you know, in that hot, hot, hot mode. And then this is an opportunity for women to share if you're struggling and you need some additional support, you know, just ask for what you need as well. So anybody out there has some hot news that they want to share? Well, this is Donna. Oh, <laughs> um, Donna. Up in Chelmsford. <laughs> Hi. I, um, it's interesting, as I hear everybody speak, I can relate to everybody. And, uh, and it's been a winter of action, and it's, uh, it's been, you know, really great times and some real struggles. And uh, as I've met this man that I'm with, I've discovered a lot about myself through some therapy and why sometimes when we've had some struggles that it's been me that's been the cause of the problem because of preconceptions of what I have, of what a man's supposed to be versus how Dave is just completely different. And so I've really had to have a paradigm shift in my brain, and and I've been working really hard at it. So it's been a, a winter of change, and and as a result of doing that, I've moved to a place where this past weekend we were at a funeral, and the children of this man that died got up and spoke about. Uh, they talked about their dad and about the love that he had for his wife for 50 years, and he he ultimately he died of a very long, painful Alzheimer's. Uh, it was terrible for about 10 years, and but in that time when he was married and uh, and happy, he had just an incredible love for his wife. And after the, the actual ceremony of the, the funeral, I then got to speak with one of the, the son that I knew very well, and he went on to explain more about the their relationship, how the man was very emotional and energetic and just loved this woman from the minute he saw her for the next 40, 50 years. But the woman, the wife, was quiet and reserved, loved him very much, but in a very different way. And the, the kids were knew it, and the, the kids were loved. And going to that funeral and us talking about it afterwards, their relationship completely defined how Dave and I are, that I've been feeling less that I don't love, that I didn't feel like I loved him as much as he loved me. Like he is just so, he shows me all the time, says it all the time, is very emotional, is very outgoing, can talk to anybody. Where I'm more analytical and quiet and sometimes a loner, and, and, but I love him very much. And so when we went to this funeral, I felt afterwards completely validated. And he validated me and said, Donna, you love me and it's great. It's it's enough. It's perfect. I don't oh. want you to be anything different than who you are. I love you for who you are and for how you love me. You don't have to be me. You don't have to be at this level that I'm at. And as a result, and it was the most amazing week because I just felt completely free from 
the whole thing about realizing my baggage from my childhood with my dad to then feeling like I was worthy of the love I was receiving from Dave and to the point where it turns out that this week he he recognized that I was in a place where things were really great and he asked me to marry him. <laughs> and and I said <laughs> And it's like I had to get to that place where I reconciled that we're very different from one another and he is completely completely opposite from where my how my dad was when I grew up and this picture of a man and it's okay. It's okay to be me and for him to be him and for me to change the how I view a man and and so he sensed it and that's when he asked and I was ready to to be present and um and accept the whole relationship. And so I'm really happy. <laughs> so it's been pretty amazing. Donna, so fantastic. Congratulations. Yeah. And can you share a little bit of how he did it? I always love the details. <laughs> well, it's pretty funny because knowing Dave, once I knew that I was at a place where I kind of was able to kind of lay out some a little a couple of hints. It's hard to explain, but I was able to kind of hint around that if he were to ask, I would be ready. And so when that started happening, knowing him, God only knows what he would have done. And knowing how kind of quiet and shy I am at times, all he ended up doing, and I'm going to say thank God, is I was literally, it's going to sound really anticlimactic, but I was in my comfortable pajamas and my comfortable sweatshirt, (laughs) sitting on my couch under my blanket, just chilling. We were chilling out together, and I was just sitting there. I had no makeup on, and he just knelt, like, in the corner of this couch in my favorite little spot in the house. He just knelt down into the, like, where the corner of the the two parts of the, um, the sofa meet and, you know, just went on and saying all these things about, how um, the last person that he, the last woman he wants to be with, how, you know, from the minute he saw me, he, he just knew and he was just giving me time to catch up to him and that I can be who I want to, who I am and and just always just communicate and be honest and just this whole thing. It was just so touching and um, and he had the ring and I said yes and I said something like, oh my God, thank God you just did this. Like it was just, for me, it was just very understated it was for me it was perfect and he said well if you would let me do what I was going to do he was actually going to like we were going to go to the improv asylum and we did cancel some plans because I was sick last week but um, we were going to go to the improv asylum he was literally going to get up on the stage and have this whole thing set up so that in front of this huge crowd of people he was going to ask I think I would have got I think I would have literally passed out and like was thrown up or like I would I would have been so incredibly sick and nauseous and so this was just perfect. <laughs> so it wasn't like all the hoopla of like Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, but it was for me it was just perfect. So <laughs> Wow, Donna. Oh my gosh. Well the cool part is you just did the workshop last June and Correct. seeing what you've created since last June to now is extraordinary. Like, it's absolutely extraordinary, the transformation in your deepening of your self-love, realizing that you're now completely free, you're worthy of love, 
I mean, I just want to acknowledge you for the work you've done to really fall in love with yourself first. And he got that and wants to be with with you for the rest of your life. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'm proud of, I'm proud of me, but I'm also proud of him because as I expressed my anxiety and my issues and the things that I was doing in therapy, he just kind of backed off. And instead of being this bull in a china shop, he gave me the time and space to process and figure it out. And that's exactly what I needed. He listened and he was there supporting me, but he gave me the space, so it gave me time to do my thing and figure it out. And so it's, it was a definitely a team effort to get to where we are. You know, and I admit, we both admit that it, we're still on a journey and it's just one step in the process, but we're going to keep doing it and we both recognize how important it is to be completely authentic, be yourself, good and bad, with all the stuff that we all have as human beings and just but communicate really well and just try and really be honest and not walk on eggshells but just be who we are and so it's been uh, you know I am I am I actually am proud of myself I'm grateful to you you know to Heidi and Trish for for opening my my mind up to changing the paradigm shift of all the men that I had been choosing who were just like my dad and we're completely unemotional, emotionally unavailable to somebody who is completely emotionally mature. And I was the one that was feeling emotionally immature, but I've grown a lot. It's been a lot of effort in the last six months, but I'm proud of us for doing it. And I'm grateful to you guys because you guys started the the shift and it just continued to go and grow. And so they, we picked the, the date, so 12, 13, or 14, which is like just a really, really cool date that it doesn't happen again for another 100 years. And Love it. We're excited. Love <laughs> it. Right. 12, 13, 14. You, you, can't, you can't forget that date. <laughs> That's right. He'll never forget it. So he can never forget the anniversary. Oh. And it's still going to be it's still going to be work, and we're still going along. But I, you know, like everyone, everyone that's spoken tonight, it resonates within me about being yourself, being authentic. You know, just e- each person had something that I could understand, and you know, we're all on this journey. Um, it's just stumbling across the right person, and and just being open at that particular moment. It, you know, like I chose somebody different. And I'm I'm proud of myself for choosing someone different. It scared the living shit out of me, and I freaked out. And, but I got my legs back, and I I worked through the the fear and the anxiety. And we almost broke up, but we're we're here, and now we're engaged. And it's just you have to face those demons. Like I had to look myself in the mirror, and say I'm I've been the one that's been that's chosen the wrong man, that's been part of the problem all these years, and I'm fifty almost fifty two years old. So when you have to look yourself in the face and say, wow, it's not, I can't blame them. I've got to take some responsibility. So what am I going to do to change that? And that's when I, I really made the the huge steps to um, to change it, to say enough with that, forget what my dad did or didn't do. And Dave's completely different. So so I'm just, I'm, I'm scared to death, but I'm going to go for the ride because I'll never have someone who loves me and would do anything for me, and that's not what my dad would have done, but it's what Dave will do for me. And so it's just taken a huge leap of faith, and that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> so hold, you guys will be there as my my um, 
my parachute, my uh, you know, my trampoline underneath me, so that if I take the leap and get scared, I I definitely have people there to help me and not and get through those times of worry, and just know that that at the core everything will be okay. Yeah, absolutely, Donna. We'll be your safety net. That's for sure. Awesome. Oh my I, gosh. Thank, I thank always you. say my mentors before I got married are still my mentors now. They're still the women who support me in my marriage. Yeah. So we will definitely be there. And, you know, I just want to say to everybody out there that Donna had really did the homework. And one of the homework assignments is to clean out your closets. And it's not just to clean out your physical closets, but to clean out your emotional closets. And one of the things Mary's friend in Toronto mentioned is there are things from the past that hold us back. And one of the ways that we clean out our emotional closets is by going to therapy, making sure that we keep our side of the street clean and that we're not bringing our old stuff into new relationships. So congratulations, Donna. Yeah, Donna. Oh, my gosh. That is tough. (laughs) Thank you for sharing your story so eloquently. Yay, Donna! This is Amy. <laughs> Yay, Donna! Yay! Yay! I know. I I'm know. excited. And, and you know, the, the great thing is, is that he is such a solid guy. Like, he's such a great guy. And everybody loves him. And it was, I, I don't even know how this happened to me. How, you know, <laughs> it's so crazy. It just, it's like, sometimes I don't even feel worthy enough of it. But I'm getting there to, like, say, I do deserve this. I deserve a man that loves me like I've never been loved in my life. And I deserve to be married. I've been divorced for 18 years. I wow. it's my, I deserve it. And once I got to that point of saying I deserve it, and it's not an everyday thing. There, I have my times when I laugh, but, you know, we all deserve it. We deserve to be yeah. loved. And I've never, I've never really been loved in my life. I mean, it's sad. I get it. But it's true. And... But now I am, and um, and, and I never knew what that over. was like. Yeah. yeah, right. That past is definitely behind you, and we we can't wait. And we thank you and Dave for being there at the last workshop, sharing your journey with us on the panel. So to see you go from that last workshop to now on this call to be engaged on it is unbelievable. <laughs> so congrats, congrats, congrats because I know we have another gal on this line with some hot news as well. And so is Steph still on the line? Uh, yeah, can you hear me? Oh, we can now, yes. Any hot news on your side, Steph? Oh, gee, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, I got engaged a week ago today. Yay! And, yeah, I am just still on a cloud. It's been a whirlwind week, and it was. Um, I did the workshop in when it was at the Lennox. And it was like two summers ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. three almost, Steph. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so right after I did it, I started doing the homework, and and I can't tell you what I've done. Every other kind of workshop that you can ever imagine, and um, I mean, pretty much name it, and I've done it. So 
and they all did great things for me and put me in action around other things. But I think it was my own, I need to do this in order to be ready. I need to clean up my money stuff. I need to lose weight. I need to, like, I would never let myself just start doing the work and trust that I deserved the right man to walk into my life. So doing something about doing the Be More You workshop just kind of powerfully pushed me into action and a lot of the homework when I read it I was like no <laughs> it was very confronting and I I really didn't want to do a few uh, several of them so I took the few that I was the most confronted by and did those first and I would highly recommend that to anybody <laughs> and get the um, worst ones out of the way yeah I just figured you know what I'm just going to dive in because at that time I was almost 40 and clearly what I was doing wasn't working, and I realized through doing the workshop, too, that um, all the years I said that I wanted a relationship, but my actions were the complete opposite, So, which blew me away, which, I mean, I'm smart. I'm like, I'm smart. I know that action. Like, how did I not see that? So, you know, everything that I was saying was not matching up with anything that I was doing. What I was saying was I want this, this, and this, and what I was doing was just having fun and being in a place of just wanting to have fun. So I was attracting men who just wanted to have fun. And I don't have any regrets at all because all those experiences brought me to where I am and made me who I am, and I learned. But I also went through a a period where I was just attracting really, really weak men, very weak-minded men, And I knew, just because I knew who I was as a woman, I knew that I needed a strong man. And I had this vision of what I wanted in a man, and I was like, is that even possible? Like, how can I have a man who can build me a house but be wonderful and, and bring me flowers and appreciate me and dress up in a suit and also look really good in a tool belt? <laughs> so and and that's exactly what I have, which still blows my mind. So when I think of him and the man he is, he's just wonderful and amazing. And I just I'm just thankful and lucky and you know, the same thing for me what you were talking about before doing the closet exercise was really huge because that didn't just the physical act of it, but the place that it put me in every day when I would look at my closet and be like, wow, I really did that and had a big attitude about it because I I was living in a small apartment with (laughs) small closets and, you know, you got to do it. And I didn't do it alone. It was that I made it a fun experience of one of my girlfriends from high school coming over and (laughs) we had fun with it. And because she would be like, really, I I know that you've had that skirt since high school. Do you really still want to keep it? (laughs) So um, we had fun and donated a lot and got rid of a lot. And it made me just look at everything about the way that I was presenting myself to the world and what I was holding on to. And and when you said that earlier, I think it was Trisha, when you said earlier about it wasn't just the physical act of cleaning it out. Like, I honestly didn't get that until you just said it before. It was about not bringing your stuff to your new relationship. Like That must have done that. I don't even realize that it did that for me because I have always was a woman that said that. Like, you need to clean up your stuff so you don't bring it to your <laughs> new relationship. Um, not even thinking that, that that exercise did that for me as well yeah. because I did have some old stuff there that I really needed to, just exes that I needed to forgive and move on from and just realize what my part 
and it was and and I believe in the law of attraction and you attract what you are and so I don't know why I was attracting weak men still because I never felt like I was a really weak person but I was attracting men who didn't know who they were so there was something in me that didn't really know who I was and what I wanted Mm. so when you when you get clear on that it just shifts when you just get in that mode of and I hate to say it this way but it's almost like you don't care about it. It's almost like you're a little more nonchalant about it. Like you're so confident in who you are and what you want and you know that it's going to come to you. It will. Like <laughs> It really will. Yeah. You know, one of the things that we talk about in the Be More You Two Day workshop is when you really know who you are, you can almost stop looking. Yeah. Because... Yeah, that's exactly it. You're so clear <laughs> Yep. about who you are and what you want, that you're kind of like a magnet. <laughs> I know. And people can see it. And, yep. I, you know, I remember when I got to that point myself, I honestly said probably for the first time in my life, I would rather be by myself than settle. Mm-hmm. Me and too. And when exactly. I was that clear, right person showed up. Yep. That's so, so true. So he, um, Monday, it, was a, it happened a week ago to today, which was our two-year anniversary of us dating. Mm. But this is a man that I had known for 16 years before, just through cir- our circle of friends. Yeah. And it also took my mom and my two best friends, when he was helping me move, to say, why aren't you dating that guy? And I was like, who are you talking about? Like, I honestly didn't know who they were talking about. Right. <laughs> and they were like, Matt. And I'm like, what? I've known him for years. Like, I don't even look at him that way. And and they saw something that I didn't. And I was like, yeah, he is a really good guy. Wow. <laughs> right. And we just kind of stayed in touch and started dating. But the way it happened on Monday was we both had the day off, and he knows I love the beach, and we got up and had breakfast went out to breakfast, and we drove up to Odeon Point, which is in Rye, New Hampshire, between Portsmouth and Hampton on the on the coast. And it was a cold day, and it's not open yet. It's in New Hampshire State Park, but it's right on the ocean, and the Seacoast Science Center is there, and it's just a beautiful, beautiful spot. And we walked through the park and swung on the swings and just walked around and got to this point against this rock wall against the ocean, and he was acting really nervous and he just got down on one knee and proposed and Aww. I was Aww. blown away. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. It was so cool. Wow. So, Did you say yes right away or were you stuttering? How did I that was, Well, I was crying. I, I just kind of cried for a minute and then I said, of course I'll marry you. <laughs> oh. Or you bet I'll marry you or something. I don't even know. I was so like, uh. so it was it was wonderful and yeah it was just awesome. Congrats! Well, I just want to say to everybody out there that this is really what we're all about: is having women find the perfect person, the perfect man for you. Not we don't want you to just get married. We want you to get married to someone that's going to love you for the rest of your life. So I'm so proud of you guys, and I'm so happy for you because I know that that's what you found. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's so yeah. inspiring, you guys. Thank you for sharing your journeys because you bring hope and faith to all of us who are in that search mode. So it's been what a what an amazing call. Hi, girls. It's Amy from Worcester. I just want to say how much I love you all. And I, was it Stephanie? I was at that event at the Lennox Hotel. And I think I remember you. Just a huge congratulations to you and oh. Donna. Yay! Um, so um, yeah I actually had a meeting until 9 o'clock tonight but I jumped on late but I'm so glad I did and yeah girls I'm still dating that guy Bill who I had talked about in our last workshop recently and he just like he's like he says he loves me so much I actually don't even know how I'm just working on absorbing it and we're just creating this incredible relationship it's the easiest most fun thing the man bought me TurboTax and basically did my taxes for me this past weekend because he didn't <laughs> like to stress around the taxes. And then, but he's so smart because then he got to be with me stress free all Sunday and he was so proud of himself, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. He yeah. got to be your hero and get you oh, stress-free. I said he's my TurboTax hero. I was just, he's just <laughs> my hero. He was like, he was just doing the puff out. Like, he was like, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new uh, superhero yeah. um, image for me, the tag Good. man. The You're tag welcome. man with the puffed out chest. <laughs> Trish, after all you've done for me the last how many, five years? That's the least I can do. So oh. use it away. Just no need Lovely. for commissions or. Amy, congrats! My goodness, what a difference a year makes, huh? Oh my god! And Heidi, I just need to tell you, like every time I'm like, oh, sorry, I'm booked. Like, sorry, I can't make it. I experience myself saying, oh, sorry, Amy, you're not going to be in the relationship of your dreams you've been working on your whole life. You know, like really, Heidi, I'm going to be there at the end of the month. I just have to work stuff out. Like, I'm just so funny. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, maybe I can do it. <laughs> Well, you know what? That's okay. Here's here's what we do for each other. Having women who nudge each other and support each other is why we do this. And thanks for being supportable to say, hey, get your ass there. What are you waiting for? (laughs) This is going to be your last workshop as a single woman. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be on the other side shortly and be sharing up the wazoni. Right. The ladies want to hear. But, yeah, I mean, I can't even tell you how much I've shifted. I mean, you guys have seen it. It's just... Unbelievable, and I apologize, guys. I don't actually know everybody who's on the call and who's on and who's not, but um, just I love this community, and it's just like somebody said earlier, it's like I know I'm not on my own here, and that's my default is like I think I'm on my own. I have to figure it all out, you know, and then I realize it. I'm like, oh, oh man, I'm not on my own. I don't, I don't have that excuse. <laughs> well, the, thing I, community the of women. thing I love is that so many married women who are what I call kamikazes, like mm-hmm. the women who will get you where you want to go if they have to drag you kicking and screaming. <laughs> you know, it's like they all say, if you stick with this, you will have what you want. Right. You will, no doubt, zero doubt. So it's, it's, it's all about surrender, you know. <laughs> it's surrender, Dorothy. Yeah, and stick-to-itiveness, too. You have to keep the faith. Sometimes, you know, we get down, but... You have each other. We have each other to support us through the good times and the the challenges. And so A-plus to everybody on the call tonight. I just wanted to acknowledge all of you because you made yourself a priority tonight. 
and that's what it takes to get your dreams. Thank you for a great call. Thank you for doing what it took for you to be here with us tonight and for having the courage that it takes to trust your heart and live your dreams. We love you guys. Good night, everybody. Thank you. Good night. And let's hope that energy is contagious for everybody on the call. We love you guys. Bye. Well, that's it for this episode. We'd just like to let you know that our goal is to make this podcast available to every woman anywhere in the world. We'd love for you to think about your world and the women in it and to know that inviting other women to join you here will not only change their lives, but yours as well. We thank you for joining the conversation and hope that you've been inspired. For access to more about our programs and publications, please visit trishabennett.com. If you're a married woman with a great love story that you'd like to share here, please let us know by messaging us at our contact page. Until next time, thanks for listening, and we wish you love.